Hello, Community Health Center advocates. This is Jennifer Turner. Welcome to this week's Advocacy in Minutes. Today is Thursday, October 28th, and here's the latest in Advocacy and More in Minutes. This week, we put our commitment to advocacy in action with the Unity for Community Day yesterday. We must make sure staff, patients, and the mission of CHCs have the resources needed to thrive. We asked advocates like you to tell Congress to keep the $16.3 billion in capital and primary care workforce funding in the Build Back Better Act. If you participated in the Unity for Community Day, we would love to hear from you at grassroots at NAC.org. Time to dive into our weekly updates, starting with what's happening on the Hill. Democrats push for reconciliation deal as the October 31st deadline is quickly approaching this weekend. Democrats are working to reach a compromise on a framework for the Partisan Reconciliation Build Back Better Act to vote on the Bipartisan Infrastructure Bill on October 27th, 2021, which was yesterday, before surface transportation funding expires on October 31st. It remains unclear whether progressives will vote for the bipartisan infrastructure bill if there is only agreement for a framework for the BBB Act. Senator Joe Manchin continues to stick to a $1.5 trillion top line number as Democrats push for a compromise of slightly less than $2 trillion for the BBB Act. In addition to how to cut over $1.5 trillion in spending, Negotiations continue on many health care priorities and non-health care priorities, such as provisions on climate change, paid leave, and tax increases. Negotiations are ongoing on health care provisions of the bill, including Medicare dental, vision, and hearing, a federal Medicaid program, and Medicare drug pricing. Next up, the Senate Physical Year 22 LHHS Ed bill includes health center earmarks in 340B report language. On October 18, 2021, the Senate Appropriations Committee released its remaining fiscal year 22 appropriations bill, including the Labor, Health, and Human Services and Education bill ahead of the December 3, 2021 deadline to fund the government. The Labor HHS spending bill includes $1.8 billion for health centers, an increase of $110 million from fiscal year 21. Within that funding is a $50 million increase for the ending for ending HIV epidemic initiative and total of $60 million for school-based health centers. The school-based health center funding breaks down further with $30 million for 330 grantees and $30 million for non-330 grantees. The bill also contains over $100 million in direct spending earmarks that will benefit health centers. The bill report has non-binding language reaffirming the importance of 340B and praising HRSA's efforts to hold pharmaceutical companies and manufacturers accountable for their actions to undermine the 340B program. However, the bill continues to face obstacles as Republicans oppose the discrepancy between non-defense and defense spending and the lack of inclusion of the Hyde Amendment, which prevents federal programs from covering abortions. 
If Congress cannot agree on the annual appropriations bills, they will have to pass another continuing resolution to keep the government open. Keeping up with what's happening in the world of health centers, community members are rolling up their sleeves during the Flint Hills Community Health Center's annual drive-through flu shot clinic happening tomorrow, which, it, which yes, it is Friday tomorrow. According to the CDC, the 2020-2021 flu season saw historically low levels of flu activity. While it is possible that there was less sickness, this means the population missed the opportunity to establish or boost their immunity to influenza for future flu seasons. Check out your Washington update for more information. With more vaccine news, Chelsea's vaccine success is an example of how to get this done, says the head of health, community health centers. Chelsea was originally considered one of the pockets of communities across the state where getting these vaccines in the arms was going to be difficult, according to Michael Curry, president and CEO of the Massachusetts League of Community Health Centers. Now, however, 74% of Chelsea residents are fully vaccinated compared to the state's 67% average. And last but not least, this week's Advocacy Leadership Program Spotlight is shining bright on Michelle McFarland, Senior Executive Assistant at Eskenazi Health Center. Michelle's presentation focused on both organization-wide goals to achieve the ACE Bronze level and a comprehensive advocacy plan for the consumer-based board of directors. This will include a thorough review of why advocacy is a priority for Eskenazi Health Center. Understanding the why behind specific actions helps determine goals and fosters a sense of urgency and importance. Advocacy is a stated part of Eskenazi's Health Center organizational mission, providing funding for the health centers and programs, helping to address social determinants of health, and raising awareness on issues that affect their staff, patients, and the community they are devoted to serving. You can learn more about Michelle's project and the Advocacy Leadership Program on our website at hcadvocacy.org. Some quick reminders as we close. To share stories or for further support, please email us at grassroots at NAC.org or follow us on Twitter and Facebook at HC Advocacy. As always, a huge thank you to all of our advocates for your strong advocacy efforts. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy.